Hello and welcome to Find Your Center. I'm Kim Perrone, Certified Life Coach with the Center for Clarity, Compassion, and Contentment. I know that's a mouthful, so I call it Center 4C. But the name is meaningful and these qualities of clarity, compassion, and contentment are what we all need more of. So I thank you for listening. I am here with Tisha, of course, host of Slightly Unmeditated and our Find Your Center producer and friend. Hello, Tisha. Hello. How are you today? I am good. We are returning to pop culture again. Yes. So our pop culture topic for today is self-love and affirmations with Lizzo. And the subtitle of this is, In Case Nobody Told You Today. You're special. So I mean that wholeheartedly. In case no one told you today, Tisha, you are special. Thank you. I'm right back to you. I think we discovered the Lizzo documentary at the same time. I know you had liked some of her lyrics. Well, I actually, funny thing about me getting a little more interested in Lizzo, and a disclaimer here is... I actually don't know a lot, but I think I was dancing in Florida (laughs) outside at a tiki bar (laughs) with my mother. And it was her song about damn time. And it was just kind of fun and it, it was catchy and it stuck in my head. And I think, oh, and then I saw a clip of Harry Styles and her singing like she, he was a surprise guest. And I saw a clip of that. And I'm a big Harry Styles fan. So um, I saw that and it made me a little more interested in her other songs. So I think I looked her up on my iTunes, not videos or anything. And when I started to listen, it was very happy music. And I that was what I was looking for, like that kind of vibe. I know you can relate to that too, like lift you up kind of vibe. And what I realized was that a number of her songs, um, special being one of them, were very uplifting, very affirmation type, and, and very much her finding self-love and acceptance and sharing it with other people. And I thought, here, here's a coaching through pop culture moment is whether anyone listens to Lizzo, has listened to Lizzo, likes Lizzo, doesn't like Lizzo. I'm really just coaching through some of the insights that I found in her music. Yeah. Wait, I did not. So you watched the documentary, correct? On Netflix? No, so. you know, I did the Taylor Swift you did. documentary. So I'm going to have to go. So I'm now oh. marking on my to-do list to watch the Lizzo documentary. Oh, I must have just watched it because you were talking about the songs. I th- Maybe I misunderstood that you had actually watched it. <laughs> but I even remember years ago, possibly four years ago, maybe longer, uh, driving my daughter to work. And she couldn't drive at the time. So that's how I'm guessing it was five years ago. And so she was on a radio show when she had just gotten popular, when people were just starting to like play her stuff. And I remember being taken with just the interview. Like I didn't know anything about her. I didn't even know what she looked like. I didn't even know what her song was. I just, for some reason, this interview has stuck in my head this whole time. Very strange that 
I probably knew at some point I'm going to need it for now. <laughs> That's right. You're very intuitive. Yes, she was really <laughs> like just positive and upbeat and had like the best answers to whatever the questions. I don't even remember what specifically she said about at the show, but it was what it made me feel like that I remembered. So the documentary kind of explores how she came from not nothing. She does seem to have like a, a supportive family and stuff like that, but how she had to kind of fight her way up to where she is and still maintain that positive attitude. For instance, she plays a flute. Ah. She was in the band, like in high school band. She did a lot of things that were quote unquote, not cool. And suddenly makes them cool now for other kids that play flute or other people that don't fit into size four pants, right? I really admire her lyrics where she's talking about being a big woman and mm -hmm. in an, a very affirming way. I, 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 I think that was one of the things that, um, really attracted me initially to learning a little bit more about her songs because I'm like, Hey, this is someone that's doing a lot of good in the world and helping others. And so it, you know, in that self image that that's why I thought of this from like a self love debunking the myth that it means you're narcissistic or selfish or self indulgent. It's like, we can't, we can't be our best selves if we're, if we're covering self-dislike. Yeah, and she gives the same opportunity. She, like, walks her talk. All of her backup dancers, you know, may not get picked for other tours. Right. Things like that for their physical appearance or whatever. And I don't know. They dance harder than I ever could. <laughs> like, it was pretty impressive. And they seem, like, super... um genuine and authentic and free as safe to be who they are in her space mm. like that's encouraged not you know not um not forbidden wonderful just a wonderful vibe right so she's sharing this uh, some you know i believe a lot of artists are you know mouth pieces for good information out and, yeah. and in their lyrics. And one of the things she says in special is I'm used to feeling alone. That's why I'm letting you know, in case nobody told you today, you're special. Yeah, And that just gets me. I just think of like friends saying that to each other because um, they might be having a down day or any self-criticism it's very common for our us, all of us at our core to feel like we're not enough. In fact, if we peel the layers on any self-criticism that we feel it, the core is that I'm somehow not enough, not doing enough. Don't feel like I'm enough. And for her to say, um, you know, you're special to her listeners made me think that that's a pretty special song. Yeah. She also did a carpool karaoke with James Corden. I know we've watched a few of those yes. together, but uh, it was also fun because you see that it's not something that she's, that, that is truly from her heart, like the message that she's saying, the songs that she's writing, 
you know, that she went through it and kind of wants to help other people not have to do that. And really, a lack of self-worth can be downright dangerous, can take Mm -hmm. us down very dark paths. It can take us to a really dangerous place. A lot of young people are attempting suicide um, or having suicidal ideations. And I think when we get in those dark alleys with our own lack of self-love and acceptance, and we're really looking outside at the world, it can be overwhelming. And we can think that we really aren't worthy of love, happiness, or somehow we're falling short. Everyone else is going to get it, but we might fall short. And showing ourselves kindness is not something that is intuitive for most people. Uh, We have a lot of myths, again, that it's somehow selfish or egotistical. And there's a line in, in that song, I'm glad you're still with us. And I think that's an important thing. She's really kind of acknowledging you're, you matter and you're important to be here. And I'm glad you are and you are special in sharing that concept. And I, I definitely think that we need to do that for ourselves. Un, we all have unconditional human worth completely. You were born worthy. It's not just about what you do or how much money you have or uh, how many likes you get on social media. It, it's That's all different than what real worth is. Yeah. Did you get to watch the documentary Fake Famous yet? I did not. Oh, yeah. I did not. That'll definitely help sway your perspective if you... <laughs> about what's real in social media and what's not real. Yeah. 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 It's, I think that's one of the hardest things. And I'm going to actually share that even as a 50 plus year old woman (laughs) on LinkedIn, it has crept into my subliminal feelings of worth that I'm not doing enough marketing or I'm not doing it the right way, or I, there's just so much more. I'm just not doing enough and making, you know, kind of making you want to scream and feel like uh, just overwhelmed and compared and all of this. And then I had to catch myself. I had to catch myself. And it made me think, how universal is it then that Social media is making us feel like everyone's doing everything better than us. Yeah. No. I mean, even (laughs) from a business perspective, it got to me. So I'm like, oh boy, this is just such a pervasive feeling in the world that just we're just somehow broken. She she has a line too, maybe you're still broken, but you're still perfect. And it's like, we're not even really broken, but like her sentiment is so right. It's like, we, you know, we're having a messy human experience. Here's a spoiler alert. We all are, right? (laughs) Yes, not just you and you and you or me. It's like, no one's alone in that. It's the messy human experience. We fall down and we get up. Yeah. And obviously we tend to resonate with the people who are saying these who have these lyrics, who have these, 
you know, moments and in interviews of authenticity where you're like, oh, so that I think we just like are hyper focused to keep finding these people. And it has really helped me too, because instead of just listening randomly to things, you know, uh, I have an intentional playlist now. I don't, I'm not gonna, I almost don't risk like listening to Sirius in the car because I'm like, no, I don't want it to ruin my <laughs> your vibe, yeah. right? Your energy, yeah, <laughs> your mood, yeah, exactly. And I was doing a class today, and it was talking about that. <coughs> Excuse me about uh, just kind of being your best self, sort of thing, and and that was part of the suggestion find three or four songs that you know is going to zap you right into like a positive state of mind and, and keep you there. And of course I was naming, you know, the entire Encanto soundtrack and <laughs> yeah, the few other artists that I listen to actively. Um, again, I'm, I'm having a less tolerance for that. Whatever's in my, you know, like I don't want to be around the news. I don't want to be around these things that I know are going to affect me in these ways, right? And it's really helpful. Yeah. And the thing is, part of, I think, the overwhelm or the feeling not enough is the constant exposure to the whole world. We, In many ways through media, all different types of media, we are exposed to the whole world all the time. Yeah. And it is exposed to us, or at least it feels that way. And that in and of itself is overwhelming. And we do need to protect our energy and we, and our focus too, because I, I know I'm also struggling with the fact that it's leading me to like attention deficit, adult attention deficit. And I, I'm struggling to find focus. Yeah. And it's just so important for us to remember that. We can feel happy and we can find ways to be happy. And part of happiness is actually putting your attention on things that lift you up and that are happy. Yeah. yeah. So, so knowing it's not that happiness is supposed to tackle you and then you feel happy. You can <laughs> let it in and you can be intentional. Don't wait for happy to tackle you. That is, that should be the name of your next book. Because that was a such. Wait, a, what did I say? What it's, it's <laughs> recorded. It for me. It's, recorded, <laughs> it's recorded. But yeah, that was such a great visual of being tackled. That might be a lasso. Yeah. That should have been a lasso, isn't? <laughs> oh yes, that's it. I just finished this. The. The yeah. finish, yeah. the finale. Yeah. So I'm, I'm inspired. There, that was a lassoism, wasn't it? Yeah, that was pretty. It was a was bit of cool. lassoish. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. That's great. Well, there's a. She also has another song. Am I ready to be loved? And this one, I felt fit the right theme too, because even though this is self love and affirming that you're worthy, and worthy of good things. There's another level too, and I love that. I am I ready to be loved? Like checking in, am I ready to be loved? It's really important. This is why self love and affirmations are important because here is the rub somebody else is not going to fulfill you 
Okay. So we can fall in love and that's wonderful. And we can find someone else, but this person does not complete you and does not fill a void. Mm. It might be a void of companionship, but it's not the void inside of you. If you don't love yourself, it's going to be really hard to be in a productive relationship. Yeah. Because you're going to look to that person to make you feel loved. And we can't rely on another person to always make us feel loved. Right. Yeah, I was watching this. um, It's an older show, but it was about pseudo-celebrities going to a rehab. And I was interested in it mostly because it it was a... um, uh, I guess a spiritually motivated rehab. And apparently it's like one of the very few in the country. So I was just curious, like what that meant. But then you see these people having all of these like relationship after relationship after relationship, and they all fail. And then they're all like saying the same old thing. And the clarity I had around that was like, wow, (laughs) you know, like they had life coaches and stuff um, on staff. And so they were more addressing the root cause of things instead of why you're, why you're a drug addict. Um, yes. So it was a very just interesting from the work we do here. It was an interesting way to kind of see how that worked out. And it was, yeah, it was cool. And, and if you think about it, one of the biggest things you'd have to numb, one of the most painful things is self-loathing or a true lack of self-love. That that was like it, the biggest theme for everybody too, right? I have a hard time understanding how that happens to people, I guess, because I that I just never felt that way about myself. It I luckily escaped that sort of route. I don't know what the terminology I want to use here, but um seeing how deep that was for them. And for some, it just was a matter of saying it out loud where they were like, oh, wait, it's not just me. And then then they went on to heal from there. Right. There's an expression, we do not need to fear what is hidden, but it's hiddenness. Meaning we don't need to be afraid of what's hidden, bring it up into the light. What's scary is when we have it hidden. Yeah, that was also the central theme of theirs. And so when they were able to come, mm-hmm. you know, out and be in a safe, a safe place with professionals and other people who could relate, mm-hmm. uh, it was the beginning of a healing journey, for sure. Yeah. So to watch them just tear their lives up for 30 years over... I mean, their secrets weren't necessarily tiny, but like you, they had like a session where they just finally said it and then suddenly the light bulb went on, you know? So I have to wonder if they paused for a minute and was like, wow, 30 years of my life gone for that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And wish I knew that sooner. One of the reasons when you say that you have, you know, didn't, you were fortunate that you didn't suffer from that. You don't feel like that's, you know, something that plagues you, if you will, is because of solid self-esteem. When we have solid self-esteem, we're like right in that beautiful center of where we know that 
there's nothing wrong or broken with us. There's nothing unworthy of us. And in that way, we don't identify with the terrible things that might happen. Like we're the person experiencing it. Right. And maybe it's a lesson or a learning or a setback, but it's not that I am that failure. And two things can happen without solid self-esteem. You can go too low and be in really self-deprecating shame, which is really a terrible kind of a self-loathing or not self, not trusting yourself, not feeling worthy. And then sometimes that's so low, it pops you into narcissism. So what is it? It's that grandiosity that I'm better than other people that some that can come from being too low. And inside there's like a scared person that if I'm not spectacular, I'm nothing. And going back to Lizzo, beautiful 180 circle. That was, that was really nice. Is the fact that a person who is in the public eye and has this like, this platform of responsibility, there's some people who just can't fathom that she has a healthy self esteem. Yeah. They can't imagine that she feels good about herself. Because she just doesn't wear a small size clothes or whatever. And so I'm, sh- I think she's fully aware of that, that the haters hate because that's more about self loathing than not really liking her. Right. Right. And being like, well, why don't you loathe yourself like I do? Or, right. It reveals or it mirrors back to them that, wow, if I'm annoyed that she feels good about herself, what is it telling me about me? So we can use that in a couple of coaching ways too. If it's like, we could do that with anyone actually is kind of say like someone rubs you the wrong way. You can go dig in a little deeper. Like, what is it exactly that's, that's that? That. And often there's some really good things it reveals um, from a from a coaching perspective, and you know definitely I do us caring about ourselves, feeling worthy, having solid self esteem. This is an important place to be. This is like we want to operate from here. It's it's a real. It's so much better. In fact, if you think about it, perfectionism is and can be a very deep, deep and painful place. It's about if I'm so good, then I'm above reproach Mm -hmm. and I can't be criticized. Or it's about making sure if you fell short, you would feel like you were nothing. So that needs to be examined. And, And it's, it's, something like some of these lyrics that Lizzo has to really bring that forward and show us, reveal to us that it's okay to feel good about yourself and have that self-worth. There's um, also about kindness, you know, being kind to yourself. Also courage. She demonstrates all this courage of really opening up the perspective and the stage to someone that looks different than we're used to. And guess what? American Idol just voted I am Tongi. And I might be mispronouncing his name, but um and he certainly didn't look the part of an American Idol and that's voted on. 
So that told me, I, it warmed my heart because, I, you know, I love my singing competitions, but it, it showed me that people want to be represented in all shapes and forms. And that even for our celebrities, while they do put up with so much like this, uh, the, the lens, right? The magnifying glass mm-hmm. uh, of, you know, everybody critiquing every little thing. There's also a majority of people out there voting, saying, we want people that look like us. Yeah, You don't need to be perfect. You don't need to be Barbie. I think everybody's always wanted that. It's just like becoming more and more acceptable to pull mm-hmm. that off, right? Like that's the sad part. Well, it's the good part. Good but- also the yeah really good point tisha yeah it's true like yeah this new phenomenon people have always wanted it Mm -hmm. and now it's about damn time we got it (laughs) get a little another lizzo song in there as we come to the close it's about damn time we got real about how important it is that was beautiful (laughs) any final thoughts no, I really, I enjoy it. I encourage you to watch the documentary because I think you're going to be mad that you're like, oh, I wish I had that insight before we did this I show. bet. Yeah. <laughs> no. But it's a really it's- great story. I love any story where people make their, you know, struggle into their success. So it's definitely one of those. Well, that's great. You, I'm sure I will watch that documentary and then be like, oh, I so should have watched this before I did this episode. Well, listen, never, never a done. And I'm sure there's so much more coaching insight that could come from, you know, anything that this artist Lizzo does. So yeah. I just, I thank her for uh, having us to t- share with everyone that you're special. And we're glad you're still with us and you are perfectly imperfect and that's awesome. And that's great. We, we, uh, show yourself some kindness today. So hopefully we're all feeling a bit more centered. New episodes of find your center drop every other Tuesday. Feel free to reach out to me at kperone at center4c.com with any comments, questions, or topic ideas. That's all for today. I'm Kim Perone, helping you to find your center. Each time you do, you build a better world. My heart is full. Thank you for listening. I look forward to connecting with you again. Until next time, I wish you clarity, compassion, and contentment.